What's up, y'all? Welcome to Three Brothers and a Shot of Milk. We're talking superheroes, movies, TV, video games, cartoons, action figures, comic books, anime, and more. I'm Lawrence St. Victor. We got Richard Wilson, Jack Walker Pearson, Christopher St. Victor. Gentlemen, how are you? What's going on? How's your week been? What are you up to? Yo, I'll tell you what was yesterday for anyone who doesn't know. I'm wondering if our resident Batman guy even knows what yesterday was about. You know what? Then, Jack, let me go first today. Let me go first. <laughs> what I've been getting into because uh, I fully celebrated and embraced Batman Day. And uh, I got some spot. I got something, something to share for you when we hit Collector's Corner. And what Ooh. I got. Let me show you what, what, I, what I bought this week. Are you pulling it up? Those who are listening to this whenever. Uh, yesterday was September 18th, which was National Batman, maybe International Batman Day. It's worldwide, yeah, it was, man. It, it was also Speaking Pirate Language Day. It was also Yarr. Dance Day. <laughs> so Dance has Batman okay. when you're speaking like a pirate. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what you got, Chris? I cop Arkham Asylum, uh, the Arkham Knight Batman figure. Or Batman Day. You know, even though this is a video game figure, the armor and the cowl sculpt is fantastic from the game. It actually looked, it's actually one of the most practical looking armors, one of the most practical looking um, applications. And for you, Lawrence, look how pouchy that belt is. Dude, because I have my version, and I wonder, like, if we were to compare the McFarlane versus the one I have, which one, like, y'all which are one's talking about best? comparing Batman midsections? Yes. Which belt's more pouchy? Which one is the pouchiest? Chris is holding up the McFarlane Batman Arkham. That's Arkham Knight costume. Ar- the Arkham, Arkham Knight, Knight figure. Correct. Yes. Correct. Yeah, man. It's cool. That looks good. Yeah, it comes with a yeah. batarang, comes with a spray he sprays, and uh, some a whole lot of pouch. Thing. And a, a whole lot of, lot of pouches. He got a 30 pound belt right there doing backflips. Barrel rolls and backflips with a huge with a huge belt. Rich, what you got, man? I got nothing, man. I got I got robbed. Well, allegedly, I got robbed yesterday. Um, you got robbed yesterday. Wait, 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 wait. I got, a, I, got a, I got an Amazon package that came in. They said it got delivered. No. And you know, they didn't deliver it to my doorstep, delivered to the to the, to the building door. And I'm just like, okay, I didn't see it when I came in last night. My roommate said he saw it. Or he saw a package down there. I went to go look. It wasn't there. I mean, I'll put my little complaining with Amazon. You know, they're going to do what they do and just ship out another one to me. Oh, no, no. Yeah. I'm sorry. They said they said that that they jumped the gun and that the package wasn't delivered yet. Oh. Okay. Oh. So. That happens. This is like, yeah, I'm like, well, we'll see what happens. They said it was going to come Don't they normally send a photo? I'm about to say. They send a yeah, picture they, once they Yeah, they send a photo. They usually send a photo. Other than that, man, just working, watching shows. Um, I've been watching uh, whatever. I wrote it down. Archer season twelve. If y'all don't watch Archer, something wrong with y'all. Sorry, Archer's quite funny. Yeah, something wrong with you. Yeah, but I'm not surprised that you don't watch. He just passed away. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why you're not surprised that I don't watch Archer? <laughs> because you, you don't watch. You don't watch a lot of things. I don't watch a lot of things. You're Those right. Um, I started. <laughs> I started playing Cyberpunk, which I, I was actually doing right before this. They get like, the glitch out. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem as glitchy as it was before. But the, when I when I first played through it, it wasn't that glitchy for me. So maybe I just lucked out. I mean, but, uh, I mean, the graphics on that game incredible. And uh, I watched the movie Malignant. Um, 
stay away from that. Is that That's going on? Yes, real Max, yes. Um, yeah, just stay away from that. It's a horror film, no? It's Is like it? a horror. Yeah, it's like a horror type of thing going on. It, like the way the commercial had me had me thinking that was like you know this girl's imaginary friend was that came back and was like killing people and like ha- like kind of like ha- terrorizing her at the same at the same time. I'm just like no, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> It's not it. Fair enough. Well, you you do have a T-shirt that we might as well just talk about. This is looking pretty sick. Oh. What shirt are you wearing right there, sir? Oh, I'm watching. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm wearing a Naruto. This is Itachi and Tatsuki. Nice. Uh, yeah, Tachi, Tachi got the uh, got the old bloody eye right there. Sasuke's raging out as he usually does. It's from Chipotle. Chipotle. Yeah, Chipotin, Chipotin, man, don't you? Don't you do that? Don't <laughs> you put some respect on his name, Jack. <laughs> yeah, actually, I feel like everyone's got pretty dope shirts today. What I came through about? today. Let's see, see. I, at my local comic book store, it was Batman Day, right? So they gave out a bunch of stuff, and they gave out this Batman T-shirt, which oh is like celebrating his seventy-fifth year. So basically. It's like a Funko Pop that's aged and decrepit Batman walking with a cane with a cake that has uh, 75 <laughs> candles on it. You got to post that. You got to take a so, shot yeah, of that shirt and post it. It's too funny. I will. They hooked us up, man. I might as well go since I'm talking. Um, For me, I didn't get a chance to watch too much, but I picked stuff up. First, yesterday was Batman Day. Went to my comic book store, uh, Galaxy Comics in Reseda, and they had the Batmobile outside, y'all. And I've seen... I've seen every live action Batmobile in person. And I have to say the Adam West Batmobile is the most jaw dropping one. The color, the way it pops, like you can't take your eyes off of it. The Burton one is dope to see. But if I've never seen Batman in my life and just saw that car randomly, I'd be so intrigued because that's 66 Batman. I mean, it's a, it's a convertible Lincoln converted into a Batman car. I mean, it's, it's sick. It's sick. It was amazing. And the guy had it there. It was Adam West's and Burt Ward's event car. So that's the car they went around and did events in. It wasn't the one they really? used in the show. <laughs> yeah. So he got it. Like, it works. Like, if he hits the, the lever, parachutes fly out the back to help him with that's his turns. Sick. Like, it has that all working awesome. parts. That is it's awesome. Sick. Right. It's sick. Um, I copped some comic books. It being Ooh. Batman Day and all. I got my Batman 89 issue two, Chris. Oh, hey, yeah. Jack, are you I pulling got something my out? Batman 89 issue two, Chris. Chris, you have your Batman 89 issue one. We'll discuss this when it comes to Collector's Corner. Okay? Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. We'll discuss this. Well, I'll tell you what happened with my Batman 89. We'll discuss oh, it. More excuses. Fair enough. More excuses. Um, I also picked up Joker War. Uh, yo, it's it's so far it's good, but I stopped because I didn't read City of Bane yet. And City of Bane goes right into this, so I'm gonna read City of Bane and then jump into this. I'm so behind Uh, the current Batman. Me too, but um, Tom King, his run is pretty fantastic, and I read most of his run except City of Bane, so I want to finish his run and then jump into this, and then my last pickup, Chris. I'm going to need you to finish this sentence. Okay. It's always time. For morphin' time. Gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> let me see. Let me see. Bam. Oh, you got it. Oh. Good you. Good for I you. am holding up the Lightning Collection Red Ranger helmet. 
Um, this joint is sick, guys. It's so TV show accurate. It's held together by magnets. You can pop that open and it closes just as easily. It can't fit my head. Uh, I was going to say, you're going to put it on? It doesn't, doesn't fit. My chin sticks out. I might Those be able to work know, it. Lawrence does have a big head. I do. I do. I do. Hey, Rich, hey, easy, Rich. Listen, I've always said you got a bean head, all right? <laughs> That's very hurtful. <laughs> um, but this joint is sick. The detail is fantastic. If you can hear it, like it, it's hard plastic. It's not flimsy. Yeah. And sitting it right on top of the toy cabinet with the Power Ranger toys underneath, dude, I was so excited when I got this bad boy. I'm so happy for that irresponsible purchase. Dude, I'm so happy for that. <laughs> if anybody, guys, if you ever are unsure about buying something, do not text Chris because he's always going to say buy it. It don't matter what it is. It don't matter how much it costs. He's always going to ride or die for the cause. That is. It's, it's facts. Those are facts. <laughs> so that was my week. It was a week of spending money, um, but it was a great week. Jack, how was your week? Well, you know, I also had to uh, commemorate Batman Day. So I went and I got my Batman 89 number two, which is yes. the, uh, Tim the Tim Burton, Burton one, Rich, Batman. with Michael Keaton. Michael yeah, Keaton. I got that. Uh-huh. And, and, and it's right. the second one in the series, Chris. And I picked up (laughs) 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 picked up my I am Batman number one. So zero came out last week. Number one came out this week. And then they were giving away free comics at my local comic book shop, which I guess technically isn't my local comic book shop anymore, but it's still my favorite. It's uh Neil Adams, who's a big comic book guy. A ton of DC stuff, Marvel. He's, I mean, he's pr- prolific. He has a comic book shop in Burbank called uh, Neil Adams Krusty Bunker. So that's where I go. And they were giving out, I think it was 15% off any Gotham City Krusty Bunker. Yeah, they got great stuff. Um, but they were giving out some free comics. So I picked up a, a free Batman comic too. That's free? Yeah. The, yeah. Oh, this shoot. One was, yeah. Which uh, one is that, Jack? Batman the World. Yeah, it's a special edition for Batman Day, made for Batman Day. And then, I mean, I watched Why the Last Man, which was maybe a departure from the comic on some was of the it? same characters. Because though. there were yeah. two men in Why the Last Man. I don't know. There was a lot of there was a lot of flashyback stuff. You know, it was like we ever get the comic starts right into it. You know, but uh, mm. so that's that's kind of what my week, other than work, was. Nice. But I'm happy everybody had a good, good week. Shall we move on to... Chris, I got to ask you a question, man. Go ahead, Lars. I got to ask you a question. I'm listening. Okay. Why was baby Superman the only kid at the playground? Hmm, Lars, why was baby Superman the only kid at the playground? The sign said supervision required. I actually don't understand it because wouldn't he have supervision? That's why he's the only kid at the playground. No one else supervision has required. Yeah, required. Oh, oh, required. Yeah, that's funny. Oh, right, yep. right, right over Jack's. <laughs> I missed. I, I inverted it. I inverted the joke. Hang on, Fair say it enough. one more time. Jack, why was Baby Superman the only one in the playground? I don't know. Why was he the only one in the playground? 
because supervision's required. <laughs> oh, that's funny because he has supervision. <laughs> I get it. Uh, it's uh, funnier the second time. <laughs> <laughs> I say we redeem that segment with the collector's corner. It's show and tell time. Here at the collector's corner, we pull something from our toy chest, our bookshelf. It could be sentimental or worth millions of dollars. It's a part of our collection. Guys, what you got? Who wants? Chris, you might as well go first. I feel like you've been talking about it the whole time. Oh, my goodness. And, and so, can you show us your shirt while, while we're on? You? Oh, yeah. It's, it's an Avengers mashup shirt. So oh, you got. Oh. Yeah, so it's you have so it's kind of okay. yeah Hulk's arm, Iron Man's head, Captain America's yeah. body, Hawkeye's arm. Sick. You know, a Sword. friend of ours was commissioned at one point to design a kind of character mashup for the combo snacks. Did you know that, Lawrence? Jim Cougar created Combo Man. Really? Combo yeah. Man. Yeah. That's pretty dope. Not not very many people know that, but yeah, Jim Cougar created Combo Man, and he's got you know the different body parts from all these superheroes. And for those listening who aren't familiar with Jim Cougar's work, Jack, just list off a couple of his credits real quick. I mean, just to go off, I mean, I'll just go to my bookshelf and start reading them off. Justice, which was a just a huge comic. You got his X series, as I call them, Paradise X, Universe X, Earth X. Most recently, he's got Marvel X. Um, he self-publishes a ton of stuff. Happily, the high cost of Happily Ever After was one. Foot Soldiers. Foot Soldiers. Uh, Foot Soldiers. Dope. I mean, the guy's just been in the game forever. He's incredible. He has a bunch of stuff. So y'all check him out. Look him up, Jim Kruger. I mean, his stuff is already in the comic book shows, but also look up his uh, independent stuff. He's, he's an amazing writer. And apparently, he... Created Combo Man. I had no idea. <laughs> anyway, sorry about Very your shirt. Yeah. No, no, no. So, yeah. So, after two failed delivery attempts, one alleged loss, I ordered two Batman 89s, and I have them both right here. <laughs> so, I finally, hey! finally, finally can stay in the podcast. I got my smooth Billy D. Williams one. And then I have the original Batman 89 here. Like, I want to be excited for you, but the fact that Jack and I both got our issue two by the time you got your issue one. I have issue two coming. So by the time we talk, issue two will be here. We need to get you a local comic book shop, Chris, because... I, look, I have one, and they were sold out. That's... Look, I, there's I'm a good chance I may have something from him in the very near future for us to add in as a bonus for for our loyal listeners and he's going to talk Ooh. about kind of the challenges that he's been experiencing in regards to comics and how some of the big publishing houses are not doing justice to some of the smaller comic shops i hear that so it's something for that. us to uh yeah something for us to follow up on so that's coming soon for a bonus episode awesome rich what you got man um i don't have anything no i'm joking <laughs> I went out. He has like a collection of Funkos so just exactly. behind him. <laughs> you gonna pull them all up? <laughs> pull them all up. All right. So I got more of the Eternia minis. I got um, Battle Armor Skeletor and Battle Armor He Man. Does it flip? So low? Get, I love. Does, it, those. does the chest flip on the the minis? No, they don't. They don't flip. They're they're, okay. they're static. But they're you know they're pretty little cool little thing. I'm gonna open up eventually and just put them all around places. Um, I'm trying to finish off the um, 
the Revelation series. I need I need to find those. I go to my Target. I don't find or can't find all of the uh, the characters. But yeah, they got they had been out for a little bit there with the regular Masters of the Universe. And it's some of the come with vehicles. Um, there's actually a set that you can get where you create the uh, you put together the Grayskull Castle Grayskull. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's uh yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, then also I've been going crazy buying comics, which I really don't know. Um, I think I showed you the whole Berserker one. I, I'm missing two, but I bought like the variants of these. Actually, this one I need to read. That's why I bought a double of that. But I guess the uh, tosses it. I got sucks like a that comes with a thousand dollars, Rich. <laughs> I got another one right here. So I got one. I still need to find two. I got like several of threes. Like various, like boom, that one right there. Nice, that's a dope cover. Yeah, this one here. Yeah, I got that one. Let's see. Uh, you got this one here. I got like four. I got four. I got this four got, fours. Yeah, you got, you got four Berserker. fours. I got four fours. Okay, Just Berserker out the butthole right now. I think I got two of those. We're gonna um, um we're gonna post all of these on Instagram for those listening because he has he has too many to describe. <laughs> you yeah. have a lot. So we're just gonna like, them, post them all. Some of them well, come with like the foil, the reflective foil covers, which I like, and then I got you know, cool. then they come with the regular plane, and then this also this one as well. You got the foil, and you got the regular. Sick, Rich. Oh, nice, Rich. So I mean, hopefully one of these bad boys will cost some money. That's one doubling up tripling quadrupling up on so where where are you at with your marvel legends man like you were you were were one away i'm two away you're two away that was one that was in the amazon package that was supposed to come one was supposed to come in that as well as well as my beard wash and um (laughs) beard wash (laughs) and my beard wash yes and then uh the other one should be coming i believe either tuesday or wednesday and then i'll be done you completed that that line i'm that that crack it open I'll put it all together and I will show it in the show. The Sentinel, finally. Ooh, I've well never done, actually sir. made one of those bonus figures. Has anyone ever made one of those bonus figures? I've never. I've come no, because they make you collect the ones you don't want. Like, exactly. I don't want the Omega, whatever that Omega, Omega Sentinel. Red? No, yeah, he had it was Omega it. Sentinel or something. Oh, yeah. Was, uh, yeah. Do I have yeah. I would have right. skipped over that one. Of course, exactly. you can, if you want the Sentinel. But you got the body right there. You got to yeah, they, they, they get the biggest part to the wackest figure. Well, I think go. the dopest one is is Wolverine, and he comes with nothing. And I, That's I need to find the game. That's part of the game. You're gonna sell it without it, man. Uh, nice, Rich Jack. What you got? Um, oh yeah, okay. So what? Uh, so for those of you who don't know, which might be just about everyone, I am a huge, huge Berserk fan. Back when Lawrence and I were in college, buddy of ours, Patrick Shearer, who went to school with us, was in our company. He lent me his box set of the anime Berserk over, I think it was like a Thanksgiving holiday when I was stuck there by myself. And I went crazy for it. So today, my show and tell items are some of my Berserk collection. I'll start with... Mother... My 20... Wow. Now there are 40 mangas. These 20, I'm sorry, these 30, there are 40 40 of the mangas. These 30 of them are all actually in Japanese. So I can't read any of them, but uh, the art is great. And these are the original series. Every one of these is worth between, I don't know, 10 and 25 bucks. And then, because (laughs) I can't read those ones. Mother, son of a... 
they're wrapped up because I moved recently. These 40 are my US release collection. Dude. Nice. And I've got not on me. They're in the other room. I got all the movies and all the box sets for the series that have come out. And I picked up this guy. Yo. Back. Hold it close. Guts. That's He's cool. He's the, uh, the black swordsman. Check. And I want to go over your house and just massive. play with your toys. That is sick, dude. And my instinct is to not open them, but I'm such a fan. You kind of had you had to open you know, that one, dude. Yeah, I kind of had to. Open had that one, to, so. dude. Jack, that's me. I mean, I remember, man, because Patrick put you on, and then you put me on, and I watched the whole. And that was the first time. That's the first anime I've ever watched, like start to finish, like every episode. It's um, just great content, man. I cannot dude. believe there's not a live action of it. It's the Game of Thrones of manga. You have this political drama on one hand that just goes crazy action. Horror, fantasy. fantasy Horror. Yeah. Ah, yeah, it's just so good. The content's incredible. HBO actually has a new series. It's not new. It's been out for a couple years now, but there's a, an actual television series on HBO. that. The, and I'll tell you, the cool thing about the HBO series is they're the first content to pick up after Everything else has just rebooted the first 13 mangas. Nice, nice, nice. Everyone show their shirt off. I'll show my shirt off today. I'm rocking my One Piece shirt. And you got Luffy the Monkey. I picked this shirt up at Uniqlo like 10 years back. I love this shirt. Nice. Very nice. And he's playing catch with his brother Ace. (laughs) Nice. I think for this specific episode, we're going to have to have our own like posts of all our shirts because I think Rich elevated the whole game. Yeah. Thanks, (laughs) Rich. Thanks, Rich. Rich. Another thing I got to spend money on, Rich. (laughs) Thanks, Rich. (laughs) Rich. You and your fashion sense. (laughs) <laughs> um, I guess I'll go. So in my collector's corner, keeping up with my recent my recent purchase of my Power Ranger helmet, I started collecting a while ago the uh, SH Arts Power Ranger um, figures. And I showed off the White Ranger, I think, um, earlier in our episodes because I just got them. But I want to show these bad boys off. I mean, the detail is pretty fantastic. Yes. Uh, if you look at the guns and the swords, oh, I mean, I love just sword. it's so detailed. And these figures are meant for like, you know, adult collectors. They're pretty fragile. I wouldn't bang these around and play with them. But that's my red one. Uh, and he, this is another thing. I bought I saw these everywhere when they first came out in like 2013 and I didn't get them. And then around 2015, 16, I wanted them. They were nowhere. So I had to pay like aftermarket prices. Yeah. But I wound up buying more and reselling them, making my money back on some. Uh, this Green Ranger is sick. I'm holding up the Green Ranger. Just the yes. paint job. The how's detail in the helmet. How's his vest? Is, it, is his vest removable? Nah, nah. I mean, you can, but you're yeah, not supposed to. But how sick is this? And then, of course, I got my, my yellow one right here. Got Trini. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, tweet. And um, the dad, look at the daggers here, man. That's one thing about figure arts, man. You you really do see where your dollars go because these are completely different figures. How, um, how, uh, what's the retail for those figures, and how much are they if you were to buy them now? Retail was like twenty five. Now it depends on the color. So I'm holding up the mm-hmm. black one here. 
And they also they come with they come with so many different hands. They come with blade blasters that fit in the holster, the blade blaster that holds like a gun, and then the one that's an actual like knife that you can hold. You have different versions of the the battle axe. I'm holding of the Black Ranger and just the detail in that helmet. That um, cool. But I don't have the pink or the blue one because for some reason they must have decided not to make as many of those because the pink one I'd have to drop over two hundred dollars right now to get the pink figure. Mm-hmm. And probably the same for the blue. Um, the red was the cheapest. And I think it's because since the red's so popular, they produce so many red ones, but they didn't produce mm-hmm. that many pink ones. So I'm missing pink and uh, blue, but this is my figure arts collection. And um, they're sick, man. They, 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 they're, worth, they're worth the price. So if you guys have been listening to us, if you see an action figure, a toy, whatever that you like, don't wait. Or you'll be paying double, triple the price. How about we get into the news? It's time for the news. Gentlemen, McFarlane keeps hitting us with some drops. McFarlane showed off. Are you guys familiar with the Three Jokers comic book? Yes. So the Three Jokers came out about a year ago, I think. Um, Controversial story, similar to Killing Joke. Um, depending on whether it's if it's super popular, it'll be part of the canon. If it's not, it'll just kind of be its own thing. But anyways, McFarlane is coming out with some figures. So we have here's a picture, gentlemen, of the three jokers. This is already up on Instagram. You guys can take a peek listening. So you have the criminal, the comedian and the clown all together. There's been three jokers this whole time. The one that I really want right here, this red hood is sick. Ooh, I don't have a red yeah. hood. And I just think this this red hood is gorgeous. And I love the way he was designed in the comic book. It, it was really great. You got a Batman right here. What's great about these, I don't think, cause as much as I love McFarlane, they also be shady, too. Because they will throw paint on an old figure, barely add any new molds to it, yeah. and, and throw it out there. And it's like, but why did you paint over this? This part shouldn't be here. And just because you painted over it doesn't mean... <laughs> <laughs> that I don't see it. <laughs> True. But these don't look these don't look like they're getting the treatment. And then last but not least, we got a Batgirl. Nice. So McFarlane's hitting us with these dope figures. Um, I'm excited for them. Next up, Back to the Future. I think it's celebrating its 35th anniversary, and Hot Toys is dropping some Back to the Future three figures. Now these joints go for like $270. But I mean, if you're a Back to the Future fan. Look wow, at that bad boy. You guys can go online and check these out. I mean, they literally look like the actors. So if you're a Back to the Future fan, I highly suggest you go and you cop a Western Marty and a Western Doc Brown. Um, <laughs> they look real fun. So a couple of weeks ago, NBA 2K22 dropped for all you uh, PlayStation Xbox video game fans, and I don't really have much to say about it except the fact that I'm in that sucker. Woo! So yeah. I'd say it's a shameless plug if I got paid if you bought a copy. I don't, <laughs> but I figured it was a fun experience, man. The people that work on these video games, even the glitchy ones, you have no idea the amount of people it takes to bring that thing to life. It's pretty crazy. Um, so if you play NBA 2K22 and you bump into a very arrogant, cocky Ace Beckett, I don't know. We might share resemblance. Um, Ace Beckett. Ace Beckett, baby. Uh, Have you been recognized yet from that? 
Not yet, no. But in the, the first game, 2K21, I was specifically a part of a storyline that you had to make that decision to go to that league. In 22, I think I'm more I'm, I'm a part more of just his, his regular route. So we'll see. Um, some guys do get recognized, though. They be playing ball, and some guys are like, hey, yo, you're ATM, let's play. And he's like, I don't, I'm not really a professional basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> I can portray one on television. I just portray one. In video games. Um, in video games. Anthony Mackie, speaking of video games becoming movies, Anthony Mackie is set to be in Twisted Metal. Rich, our resident video game expert. Twisted Metal, what is it? Um, Think of it as like a demolition derby except all the vehicles have weapons and i believe the the environments were destructible at one point in one one of the series but yeah it was uh it was a pretty fun game like it was uh, uh one of the one of the staple uh games on um playstation pretty oh, much did, did it have a storyline or is it just kind of like it could have had a storyline i don't remember like, i just remember blowing people it- up it definitely got expanded on in the sequels. Yeah, you know? it, it it did, and then like it, so they added some like weird characters and whatnot, like to do with the wheels. Like he was like, was a guy. <laughs> he was like the lawnmower man, but, but yes. in the middle of wheels. <laughs> it was just two big wheels and just him in the middle, and that that was him. And he had yeah. guns. Okay. Yeah. Always and if that doesn't truck. make the movie, then the movie's trash. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, they can pretty much take liberties with whatever stories they want to tell, as long yeah. as they have those visual pieces. You just probably a, a ice cream truck with a clown on the top yep. of it that shoots yep. rockets. That's it. And yep. and the rest is gravy. Probably a biker. <laughs> um, what was another main one? So, uh, well, they they got well. What's his name? His character, who's going to be in the uh, Hot Rod. So, all right, Anthony, okay. Anthony Mackey. Okay, Anthony Mackey. Mackey. Yo, My Hero Academia is bringing a special preview of the World's Heroes Mission movie to New York Comic Con next month. It's their third feature film in the franchise, and apparently, it, it debuted in Japan earlier this summer. And I think, as the, at this point, it's done the best out of all three films. Rich has been said this. I co-signed with him. Y'all got to get on this thing if you ain't watching My Hero Academia. You must get on it. It's freaking dope. Rich, do you co-sign on that? Uh, yes. If you're not watching My Hero Academia, then your life is in shambles, and I highly suggest you get uh, professional help. <laughs> I was wondering what was wrong with life, and now I know. <laughs> uh, Matt Reeves recently took to uh, Twitter, and he showed a picture. That looks freaking dope. They must be in the edit. And he showed a picture of what it looks like to see Robert Pattinson with his grappling gun. Take a look at that, guys. That's yeah. dope. Okay. This is definitely this is on the gram. You can go to our Instagram page. I'm sure it's all over the place, but it's basically him holding his grappling gun up. He is out of focus. The grappling gun is in focus. That's very 89 esque. Dude, just to look at his grappling gun made me go, this is probably gonna be the best Batman film ever made, bar none. Oh, bar none, bar none. I ain't say it's the best. I'm not saying it's going to be a better movie than The Dark Knight, but it's going to be the best Batman movie ever made. Can can we clarify that distinction? I think if you can pull Batman out of The Dark Knight and just make him like some type of Frank Castle Death Wish guy, it'll kind of still play the same. I think you can remove the bat and it'll still be a good movie. 
I think this one is focusing so much on Batman as a detective, Batman and Bruce Wayne, but specifically how Batman works, that it's, it's going to be the Batman movie we've been waiting for. I, I hope so. I hope you're right. Me too, man. Yeah. <laughs> me too. I hope so. Yeah. I hope me so. too. But you know me. I like my Batman street level, man. I don't need him going up against gods. I like him on the streets. I like him fighting psychopaths, man. I'll say this. If Pattinson ends up having a pouchy belt in one of the scenes, too. It's uh, no, no, no. It's already confirmed, Jack. That dude got a pouchy freaking belt. Might be Ooh. the pouchiest belt we've seen on television. <laughs> Except for Adam West. Adam West had a pouchy belt, too. Pattinson's Y'all know how I love pouchy belt. Pouchy. Now, speaking so, of Batman, so uh, the director of the new Flash movie dropped an image recently... And I'm not sure what to make of it, but peep this out, guys. You can check it out on our Instagram. It is a red Michael Keaton bat suit with a yellow flash emblem in the middle. He he gives no explanation. What do you guys think this is? What do you think it is? It's one of two things. It's either a new character, Flash Man. It's probably, it's probably not or, that one. <laughs> or it's as simple as how they rebranded the logo for the Superman Batman comics or the Batman Superman comics where they put the two together. There's one or two things I think it might be. Yeah. One. Uh, 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 Flash, Flash Man. <laughs> Flash Man. Right. Um, in Dark Knight's Metal, there's a version of Batman that's merged with the Flash called Red Death. Mm. And he symbolizes like Bruce Wayne's fear of not being able to save the Bat family. So if they're doing multiverse, this could be like Red Death. Or the Flash doesn't have a suit when he lands into this universe. So he borrows Batman's well, spray paints. Batman's skivvies? That's probably the And that's probably what it is. And, and you know what would have happened? He'd been like, hey, can I borrow? I'm Nick. And then he's already got it on. And he's Batman's already got like, it on. Uh, well, you already got it on. Yeah, yeah. It's on and painted red. <laughs> like yeah. that. Spray painted. Yeah, but spray I think painted. if he borrowed the suit, it wouldn't hold up long. Because the oh, Flash yeah, suit is specifically made for him, because uh, you know he he runs he runs he, he burns yeah he resists he burns to his I have like, to say suits and seven, a seventy year old Batman suit might be able to withhold some of that friction just you to know stay what? alive. I mean that's a dope moment in the Justice League that that uh, the twenty hour version that Snyder did where Flash oh, really? turns yeah. and his shoes explode from the yeah. friction yeah oh, oh so good. I was wondering how he didn't have bunions on his feet after that. <laughs> well, he has super healing, Jack. He might have bunions. They just heal yeah. real quick. That's why the thighs has pretty feet, Jack. Why do you know this? Okay. Left. So trailer Hawkeye drop, guys. The Hawkeye trailer dropped. What do you think? This is the exact environment we need to see Hawkeye in. When Hawkeye was the Ronin, and he was doing all that cool stuff. This is what we need to see. Because we always make fun of Black Widow. We always make fun of Hawkeye. You always make fun of Black Widow. And you always make fun of Hawkeye. But yeah. I, always, I, I always make fun of them. I always make fun of them. But they have no business on the platform they're on. This is how we need to see Hawkeye. The same way we need to see Batman on the street level fighting. We need to see Hawkeye doing assassin stuff and shooting arrows at Yakuza people. Dope. Dope, dope, dope. So, you know, he incorporates this girl. His past comes to haunt him. I'm with it. I think it's gonna be dope. I agree. I think it's gonna be pretty all right. Um, I mean, it, it's Hawkeye. Like, what do you like? We need to see what happened with the whole because 
again, everyone came back, you know, not like the people was like uh, gone, like his, his past of being Ronin is not, is not like it didn't disappear. So we need to see the ramifications of what he did when he was uh, Ronin. Uh, you know, the, the problem with Hawkeye in the MCU is he's Hawkeye in the MCU universe. Hawkeye in the comics, there's actually some really great content out there. But I feel like he really gets the short end of the stick and overshadowed so much of the time in these films. So hopefully we, you know, they let him rise to the surface. I wasn't feeling the trailer. <laughs> I wasn't feeling the trailer. I love the idea of it and I love Ronan. But for me, they took such like a, they went funny and cute and kind of buddy cop. And I kind of felt like a family Christmas movie, you know, when I wanted a little bit more edgy, a little bit darker, a little bit kind of like what we got from the Black Widow films, a little bit more grounded. I didn't want to see him sharing quips with, you know, his his uh, not apprentice, but I guess the new Hawkeye. I, I wanted to see him be freaking, I guess, the Batman of that universe. You know, he's an assassin. And it just felt too funny. It felt too, I'll be home later for Christmas, honey. Clack, 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 clack. I might be running late. It felt very 80s action movie. That's Maybe that's Marvel the point. Did, so like so uh, but it was the same, it was the same problem I had with uh, Winter Soldier content. Yeah. You know, it's well, like, that, where's the, the, it's when Marvel Disney leans into the Disney element of it. You know, and they're like, this has got to be family content and it can be family content. It's like it was my biggest problem with the Ragnarok film. I mean, that film was dope. But you had a moment where the Hulk was like Banner was like, if I turn to the Hulk one more time, that's it. I'm dead. I'm gone. And they just there were all these stakes that Marvel has sometimes uh, more often than not. They throw it away for cheap one liner. You know? Jokes. They got jokes. I, I saw so many jokes. And for me. As much as we want to make fun of Hawkeye because he has a bow and arrow, his only superpower is a lethal instrument. You know, he's not web swinging. He's no, he has an arrow and it's meant to shoot you. But yeah, even Marshall, though, but even though you're saying that Hawkeye his only superpower is the arrows, he was running where he didn't have arrows. He was out there with a bad right. sword and just messing so, people up. So we're getting a trailer with Ronin, but they're putting in mad jokes in this wonderful, warm family feel. And it's like, give me the... He's an assassin. Give me you give need, me Jason Bourne here. You need an episode mm. at season one of Arrow, but for Hawkeye. Yes! Give me, yeah, give me that level of groundedness, only because... This is the kind of hero that requires it. He doesn't have a fantastical element to him. He's just straight up a badass. That's that's all he is. You're not going to – we're probably never going to get that content from Marvel. Moon Knight, I'm curious how they do that with still the Disney flair on Moon Knight. I'm curious how they pull that off. If they're not going to go there. If they're not going to go Netflix Marvel series. I w- yes, Hawkeye to me belongs in like the net, the Netflix version of yeah, the, like, the Marvel shows. One last bit of news. Andrew Garfield said, I don't know what y'all talking about. I'm not in this movie. He said it on <laughs> national television. On national television. So he could He's be lying. Big fat liar or y'all need to curb your expectations. Because they never, as much as we want Spider-Man to be Spider-Verse, they never really pitched this as the multiverse movie. Doctor Strange yeah. is the multiverse movie. So this movie could just give us seeds. You know, we see a Doc Ock from another universe, but the big multiverse extravaganza might happen in the Doctor Strange film. Not in this film. So listen, I've said it the last three episodes and I'll say it again. 
there is only one Spider-Man they need to be introducing in this film, and if they botch it, and we don't find ourselves looking at a very pink spider pig, something has gone horribly wrong. <laughs> that, that's horribly exactly, wrong. That's exactly. It. I think that's an amazing note to end the news on. <laughs> and that was the news. That's the news. Now it's time to stop being so polite, Jack. It's time to get real, Chris. It's time to wake up, Rich. It's time for the debate. Let's get ready to rumble. One corner, we have Frank Castle, the mm-hmm. Punisher. This dude drops bodies like, like I drop deuces often, <laughs> often and with intention. <laughs> <laughs> and always with the splash when it hits the bottom. And always with the splash, baby. <laughs> the Punisher is not one to be messed with. He is a mess. He's a master at pretty much all weapons. This dude is tactical. He's a strategist, and he is just freaking ruthless. He is the Marvel hero that blurs the line. We have Deathstroke in the other corner. Wade Oop. Wilson. What, Jack? Who'd you say? Deathstroke. Who's that? Wade Wilson, Jack. I'm so glad you asked. Wade Wilson. (laughs) Deathstroke. (laughs) He is pretty much a super soldier assassin. This man has superpowers, super strength, super healing, heightened speed. He is pretty much well-versed in all martial arts. He is a force of freaking nature. These two people go at it. One person wins. One round, Chris. One round. No preparation time. One no round. No okay. preps. Okay. Okay. Chris, who do you say wins? Deathstroke versus the Punisher. Look, my heart is with the Punisher. I enjoy the Punisher more. But logically, I know it's Deathstroke. Woo! Deathstroke got the power. It's Deathstroke. That's it. Did, did, did you say Wade Wilson? I said Wade Wilson. I did say Isn't Wade Wilson. Deadpool? That's Deadpool. Oh, I am confused. Slade you call Wilson. yourself a comic book See, junkie? I didn't even pick that up. See, I'm sitting there pre- trying to prepare for this. Oh, for those man, listening, rolling their eyes, I deeply, oh. deeply apologize. But I will say I'm glad you Yo, brought that, that up. Yo, that rhymed. Yo, he said, for those of you out there rolling your eyes, I deeply, I deeply apologize. Bars. 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 Fire. Bars. Uh, but I'm glad you brought that up, Jack, because Deadpool is actually a parody slash ripoff slash of whatever of Deathstroke. That's why Wade Wilson, Slade Wilson, Deadpool, Deathstroke. Marvel made Deadpool in the frame of Deathstroke and then kind of parodied him. So I'm glad Slade Wilson is in the corner with all those things I just mentioned. Who wins, Jack? Slade Wilson. Oh, this is a very different question. Hmm. I'm going to have to go with Punisher. Is going to give him some punishment. Ooh. Rich, who you got? I'm going with Swade. Come on now. <laughs> Wait, what's his name? Is it Swade? Is it Swade? <laughs> no, I'm, not I'm, going, I'm going with Slade. I'm going with Slade Wilson. I'm going with Deathstroke, man. Slade Wilson. I mean, he has my last name. Of course he's going to win. Come Ooh, on. Wilson's <laughs> always come out on top, Jack. Come on. Now, I have to say, with much thought, I have to go Deathstroke. And it wasn't even that much thought. The writing's on the wall. Jack, you about to get beat up, son. Let's tell him why he's wrong, everybody. 
I Punisher want all day. To, I, want, I want Jack to tell us why he thinks Punisher has a chance. This is what good I want. Point, Jack. The outfit. Punisher got a way better outfit. He gonna look good kicking ass. Look, <laughs> oh man! man. Oh, now we know. Wait a minute. Hell we know. Gala, son? Let's go fight the death. This is, this ain't the Met Gala, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fight to the death, Jack. Yeah, but he got I'm a sorry. skull on his shirt. Dude, Frank Castle is outclassed. Deathstroke is a better martial artist. He is more proficient. He doesn't just, he's not loud. He kills with accuracy. He, he's a class act when it comes to murdering. Not yeah, to mention, 100%. he has low-level superhuman strength, speed, stamina, senses, intellect, and resistance to energy, which means that he can take the brunt of Frank Castle's attack and then come at him. He's Absolutely. beaten up. He's taken down Batman. He's taken down the Titans before. All of them? He's taking on Justice League. He's taking on oh, Justice just about. He's he's gone toe to toe with Superman because he's a he's a master strat. He's like he's like evil Batman. Yeah, right. yeah. But he's so, never fought Punisher before. No, Jack, and I've never fought a ten year old child before either. <laughs> but but I know I win. But theoretically, I might come out on top. Can you phrase the nature of this? Battle using two other characters. Praise the nature. Yeah. Are you trying to tell me that this fight is the equivalent to Superman versus Scooby Doo? No. 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 I would say it's the equivalent of Superman versus versus. Thank you, Chris. Right. You took the words. Superman versus Homelander is what this fight looks like. Well, that's a very short fight. Exactly. Yeah. It is. Um, it is. <laughs> so, am I led to believe that the Punisher would not win this battle? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But he's got such a good looking costume. Jack don't got a debate, everybody. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't have a debate. He thought he could drum one up. He was like, oh, crap. I got to commit to this now. <laughs> You know, you know what I think? I think the Punisher's weakness is, and I've read a lot of the Punisher Max comics because there are a lot of times where I'd, I'll read a story where I just want to see shooting, death, without any like real character depth. And Punisher Max is great for that. But the Punisher is deeply flawed emotionally. And I think the weakness in his emotional psyche, I think Deathstroke will exploit that. And I think... I just don't think he has a chance against Deathstroke. Well, and I'm, I'm not going to beat him in hand-to-hand combat. That's for no, sure. What about when he's wearing his pouchiest of belts? Deathstroke got a pouchy wait, belt too, Jack. Wait, are we talking wait. 90s Punisher with the pouchy belt, the pouchy thigh band, the pouchy armband? Yeah, yeah. That, does, that, does, does that change your mind, Chris? I mean, that's a lot of pouches. <laughs> that's a lot of pouches. I think he's not versatile enough to take down Deathstroke. He's he's he's, he's, a, he's just a one-trick pony, and he does that trick really well. But the Punisher, it's not even a fair fight, man. I feel like the Punisher almost dies on every adventure he goes on. <laughs> what if he had preparation time? <laughs> Look, Jack, that's the worst Jack. argument I've ever heard in my entire life, Jack. <laughs> yeah, right, Chris. Jack Wilson lives for preparation time. That's how he almost took down the Justice League. All right, listen, I'm not a, I'm not ashamed to admit when I'm wrong, and I'll take the L. See that, Chris? That's what it looks like when somebody's wrong and takes the L. Gracefully. 
gracefully. Let me tell you guys something. Number one, I never admit when I'm wrong. And number two, I never learned my lesson. So. <laughs> we know that about you. That's why you're still on the show. That's why. That's why. Uh, okay. On that note, I think we can get to the main topic. It's time for the main event. We are going to go over What If Episode 5 and 6. We're going to give a recap, go on to 5, then give a recap, and then go on to 6. Let's start this bad boy. Jack, I'm going to need some, like, really cool, ominous music over this real quick, because I'm going to go, here's the time. No, I mean, like, in post-production. Yeah, yeah. Not like now. (laughs) You have to leave all that in so they know that you requested whatever I'm putting on right now. Right, yeah, yeah. Let's do it right now. The Marvel Universe has given us an opportunity for possibilities, worlds, and they dare us to ask a question. What if? Ooh, here we are, guys. The Hulk falls down from Ragnarok, the beginning of Infinity War. He lands in Doctor Strange's sanctum. He comes out looking for everybody. Guys, Thanos is on the way, guys. And he sees Thanos' minions pop up. Holy crap. I try to Hulk out. I can't because the Hulk is scared. Portals open up. The Avengers come in and take down his minions like it's nothing. But it's a little too aggressive, Rich. It's a little too aggressive, Rich. Because they're hacking. They're eating them, Rich. The- Why are you chewing on his face? Why are you chewing on his face? The Avengers are zombies. Bruce Banner is like, holy crap. What do I do? He's pretty much saved by the Wasp and Spider-Man. He learns that his universe, his world, his earth is infected with the zombie apocalypse. Now, here's a little fun note. Robert Kirkman actually wrote the original Marvel Zombies comic book. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty yeah. interesting. Although these zombies work more like Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. They're pretty cognitive, and these zombies can use their powers. They're aware of who they are, and they do what they got to do to eat more meat. So basically, Bruce is met up with the, 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 the survivors. You know, you have freaking Winter Soldier. You got Happy Hogan. You got Spider-Man. You got uh, Okoye. You have, um, of course, Wasp, who saves them. And we learned that when Hank Pym went to the quantum realm to get his lady, she Not was Hank infected. Pym again. Hank Pym gets eaten in the quantum verse. <laughs> and so does Scott. Scott gets eaten up. And then they, they're, they're, they're stuck. And they're like, we need to get to... Wherever they got to go where there might be a cure. So they do rich. You know what they do, Rich? What do they do? They prove that New York City's got the best public transportation. Because they go to Grand Central, buddy. They go to Grand Central <laughs> to jump on a train. Where pretty much they get ambushed with zombies. This world came about because after Hank Pym's wife brought the zombie virus here, the Avengers went to stop it. And then the Avengers got infected. And people with that much power turned the world like in a week the world was done except Wakanda. So they basically meet up at this sanctum after several people die. I mean, we freaking, um, we, 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 we lose, uh, what's her face? Chef we Sean. lose Sharon Carter. <laughs> we lose happy Hogan. <laughs> we lose Sharon Carter. We lose happy Hogan. We lose a bunch of them. They're on the train. They finally make it. They're going to the sanctum. They realize wasp is infected. Holy crap. But she didn't, die or get bitten so it's a slow turn she got scratched in the arm she got scratched while she was inside the body of sharon carter 
<laughs> right? So she kind of saw so all of a sudden she's dying slow and she's like, I, I can get you to the sanctum. We got to get past these zombies to get inside. She carries them as a giant as the zombies crawl up her and pretty much devour her, lays them in the sanctum. They meet Vision and they see Scott's head in a pe- in a glass, man. His head in a, in a jar. Heads in a jar, man. But they say, here's the cure. They search around. They see that Scarlet Witch is like in the basement. She's infected and he envisions been feeding her body parts. And then we see T'Challa down there. Holy crap, the vision is a maniac. He created a cure, but Scarlet Witch is way too powerful for it. And he can't kill her. So he's feeding her innocent people and she's hungry and she gets free. And then it hits the fan. And then Vision's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I have to atone. He pulls a thing out of his head. The only thing keeping the zombies at bay, he keeps out of his head. The zombies come running in. Spider-Man, Black Panther, uh, Scott. Bruce Banner turns to the Hulk. He's like, I'll pave a way for you. He goes out there. But I'm pretty sure he may not get infected because they probably can't bite through his skin. They probably can't bite. He can bite his arm. And then he realized that they can't pierce it. Then That's when he battles through. And then he gets engulfed. But he still probably isn't going to. Yeah, it can't affect him. He's no, not going to turn. But yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot we got to discuss. What are they, okay. did, they, did they spit in his mouth? Like, what, what happened? Like, how was yeah, he getting infected? Like, well, he probably ate some of them. <laughs> <laughs> so then they get to Wakanda. And as at Wakanda, we pretty much see a zombie Thanos with the Infinity Stones. End of episode five. Guys, what do you think of Marvel Zombies? What if? Yeah. Nah. And I'm a zombie guy, and I was just like, man. You are a zombie guy, Rich. You felt like, tell me, tell me how you really feel. It was, it was, it was just like, what, what, uh, like, First of all, when she got infected, when the wasp got infected, like she got scratched because she went in and then got came out. Like, how did this happen? Like, how did you get scratched? Like, your suit can't, you, your suit can, um, your suit's not against um, uh, punctures and 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 stabbing and anything like that. Like, like, like fingernails. Yeah, like, like <laughs> for real. And then when she got big, and then they just started climbing on top of her, and then she just falls down. Like, she 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 just blown herself up. She's, she's doing this, and she's like, I'm going to grow to a gigantic woman, and then I know I'm going to turn to a zombie, so now you got to fight me. This is my most exactly. powerful Exactly. I was thinking, too. And it was yeah. just predictable, because nice. like, it's like when, they're, when they start flying away at the end, like you know she's going to come back and try to grab them. Like, she, yeah. like come on. Like It was just a lot of just crap. I'm not oh. going to say crap. Let's not say crap. That's strong. It was, just, it was just a lot of just stuff. I'm just like, uh, I'm not for this. Like, I knew when Happy was going to die. Can we talk about how Winter Soldier killed Cap and like dropped the quip when he just killed his best friend. Like, like- nothing. Like he meant nothing to him. Yeah. And that, that that's my biggest issue with this episode, man, because I can take the I can predict it. I can take the zombies aren't unzombie. Like I can handle all of that as long as the loss is real. And if they really felt like they lost their friends, if they really felt like their world is over and their whole mission in life is to save the world. We're not talking about a couple civilians that are in search of a cure. They're the Avengers. They got one job, save people, and they failed. And if they would have gave me the, the, the actual loss and heartbreak of what it is to lose a best friend, I would have been cool with everything else. No, but Lars, they you did. just have to keep smiling. You just have to keep smiling and that's it. And, 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 and give a quip. Give, give a funny little quip. And we're- He's smiling and just say, this is what they used to tell me, smile, and everything's fine. It doesn't matter. I just killed my best friend. Spider-Man is the most tragic figure, I would say, in most comic books. This guy always has a bad day. And, and to pretty much sum up his perseverance as, I just smile is cheap. It's weak. It's weak. 
Jack, you quiet over there. Well, I knew it was number five. And fitting with how they've been going, the first one was kind of weak, and the second was pretty damn good. And the third one was kind of weak, and the fourth one was pretty damn good. And so I knew I was coming into number five going into it, but I did not realize it was going to be my least favorite out of all of them. I did not realize that I was going to completely not enjoy this episode at all. And, And it was a snowball effect. The second, the second, it was a, a PIM problem again. I go, damn, PIM is responsible for taking out a few multiverses. Like, All right. You just need to get rid of PIM across the multiverse. Yep. <laughs> and then the second the zombies weren't really zombies at all and they had all their powers and they were working as teams and they're basically just the same thing they were before that that was another notch on the belt just pretty much it was one thing after another after another the the content i felt was weak on this one the writing of it yeah it sacrificed the circumstances for cheap one-liners for me i had trouble caring about anybody in it because i felt Mm -hmm. like nobody in it really cared about what was going on. Even the way Vision outed himself at the end of it. I got to atone. It was so by, yeah. But his atonement basically just would have sacrificed anyone else who was still alive. So right. his atonement should have been. He damned them. Like If he his, really wanted to atone, he could have done something to help them. He's so yeah. powerful. Or he, he would have had to have actually faced the thing that he let. Face he have it, which, Scarlet yeah. Witch versus. Yeah. Yeah. He should have been the one. He should have been the one. To me, I felt like every time the content had a chance to make a choice, it made the wrong choice for me. So uh, I didn't really enjoy it, and I don't have much to say about it. So yeah. Here's what I think. I think Zombies is – I've read some of the Zombies comics. Zombies is cool. I think this is the wrong format for Zombies. It shouldn't have been a one-if episode. It should have been a full movie where they could develop and really build a storyline. And have you care about the characters and have some value behind what's going on. See, I I disagree with you there because I feel like we have the MCU, so we already love the characters. Right. Zombies is just a trope. Zombies is a way to see how do you survive in a a world where you don't have resources. Like, it's it's a trope we can use in anything. So here, it could have worked as a what if. It's just that the loss didn't matter. The other thing that's odd about it is the content is adult. I mean, we're seeing blood, we're seeing violence. I don't recall whether there was cursing or not, but the content felt adult. Yeah. And yet the way the content was handled felt it's, like it was for kids. Like like the mm-hmm. fact that Peter Parker went out of his way to shoot a video PSA on how to become a zombie and then you have closure in the shower. Like that's that what I'm talking about. that's the stuff, Chris, I think, where if you played it straight you would have 30 minutes of the remaining Avengers mourning loss and fighting zombies. Like, that works. Like, yeah. Yeah. the zombie genre doesn't take much. This, no, this one should have been thrilling, and it was not. It should have been like, oh, my God, how did you pack this much suspense into 30 minutes? Yeah, yeah. The same feels we got with the Doctor Strange. Doctor yeah. Strange is horrifying. Oh we God. felt the loss, like yes. everything in Doctor Strange, just like just yeah. do that. And I feel like, and I feel like you're right. If if the content had leaned into the reality of the content they're dealing with a little more, it may have superseded all the other things that really just 
for me stacked against it. But because nothing was redeeming to, for me in this episode, I just felt like. Yeah. Oh, they're gone. Yeah. Let's just keep going. Okay. Who cares? And when I saw that. Thanos at the end of it. Yeah, I don't get it. What, what, what was the point of Thanos? Like, where the hell did he get the stone? That's what I want to know. All of a sudden, they have the stones. They show up to Wakanda, and all of a sudden, Thanos is like, "Oh, here's a gauntlet." Yeah, here's because they had Vision Stone. Yeah, they have his stone. Makes no damn sense. Jack, say it, Jack. Say it makes no damn. Say it, Jack. No, I don't have the energy for it. He doesn't even want to give it that. It made no sense, man. It made no sense. Dude, and it's a, it's it's so simple. In zombie movies, one or two things happen: you get the cure, or everyone pretty much just dies. Like that's the that's end. It. It's an easy end. They fail, yeah. and it's that's okay. If. It's a what if you can have the bad guys win, you can have the good guys lose. It doesn't it doesn't have any. And there's nothing after it. As no no indication of the universe, so you can do whatever you want. They should have had just everyone but, turn to zombies, and that's it, and be done with it. And, and they made us they made us ask the wrong questions. Like, why am I you're ending this with me going, what is Thanos gonna snap? Yeah, and why it, though? It, it, why does it matter? Because he was a what? zombie too. So why would you wanna now if you're a zombie and have one MO, I just want to eat everything, why are you gonna deplete half of your natural resources you can eat? But that you may not be his snap. That's not gonna be his snap. Uh, I, I, I want more food. Food. I want everyone in my mouth right now. <laughs> but it's, it's it's the wrong question. Get it's, in it's my not, belly. Get in my belly. Now, what is interesting about this episode, some takeaways. Is that um? This is the first time we uh, we heard Uncle Ben's name in this universe. In the MCU, Uncle Ben's name has not been brought up yet, um, nor his parents dying. So we're getting to learn a little bit more about Peter than we have in his own actual live action movies, which is interesting. Um, I did enjoy the Wasp's death scene, though. I, I, not not the death, but like. It was kind of slow motion. It had the music, and she was like walking over all the zombies. I thought, I think visually, all these episodes look pretty good. It was cool for yeah, a moment, cool. but then the reality of we all knew what was going to happen. Yeah, but the we moment looked dope. The visual looked dope. Yeah, yeah. I didn't if, know she being considerate, if she was being considerate, she would have dropped the dudes off. Oh, spoiler alert for anyone who maybe spoiler is alert. <laughs> She would have dropped the dudes off on the ledge of the compound and then shrunk or something. Or blown herself up. Doesn't everyone blow themselves up in zombie movies when they know they're gonna die? Just blow yourself up and take a bunch of zombies with you. Yeah. Come they out. pull like that last grenade or they, they shoot that uh that, that can of propane or something. Yeah. Exactly. Or she could have took a mask off and like scooped up a big handful of them, started munching down. She's like, Well, I'm gonna meet I don't think it works that way, Jack. I don't think it works that way. Yeah, I don't know if she could. First of all, my question was, one, why is Tony's suit listening to a zombie? The man can't talk anymore. He can't issue commands. Uh, two, when um when Sharon Carter went to get the uh, the repulsor ray off of Happy's hand, I'll, I'm a stickler for details and stuff. Like, when I see people, like, shooting, like, like 50 freaking bullets and not reloading, yeah. Like, so like she went and got the hick glove off of the I believe it was his right hand and then it was like on her left hand. It was like how? How was that a thing? And then three, I'm still stuck on Thanos, because why is Thanos in, in Wakanda when there's no reason for him to be there? 
Like the the Avengers weren't there with the stone, so there's no reason for him to be there. Um, and then also, why is he a zombie? Unless they're saying that when we see Thanos, we jumped ahead. That's a lot of liberty. He already well, because well, we know he has Vision Stone, so he must have got it in between the cutscene. We know that he has Vision Stone in his gauntlet, which means he must have went to Wakanda. He must have got that stone. He must have put it in his glove. So they jumped ahead in a millisecond. They jumped ahead to something we didn't need or want, but they they kind of did jump ahead, and I don't. It's just weird. I don't get it. I don't get how a man has taken over worlds, was able to get bitten. Not, not only has he taken over worlds, conquered worlds, but now he has the Infinity Stones and he was able to get bitten by a zombie? Like, what? But they're not just zombies. He got bit before he got the stones and then still wanted the stones? Yeah, either, either or. It doesn't make sense. These, these aren't just zombies. These are zombies that maintain... All the Avengers' powers. They're not zombie, but they're not zombies if they maintain their s- desire still. Right. And their, I mean, their knowledge. Well, I mean, every zombie That's movie also, or sorry, comic book builds pause, their own pause, rules. Pause, pause, pause. They have their own we rules. We didn't just see. We didn't just see Thanos with the gauntlet. We saw Thanos, zombie Thanos, with zombie army behind him. Yeah. Right. If we're going oh, army, of the, if we're going army of the dead universe, that would apply. If they're like army of the dead zombies, that applies. No, I'm sorry, Thanos so. literally laid a smackdown without ca- get, catching a single blow from the Avengers. He beat as, the whole Endgame, like turn. like without catching a scratch before before what's his name got, got the hammer. Like, come on, like let's be for yeah. real with this. You're right, Rich. You're right. You're right. I mean, well, that's the like, problem. That, that's the problem. They're 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 showing us. What they think is amazing, but for us, what is amazing is showing us how he became one. Like, don't just show me that he is one. I need to know the how. I think I'll be disappointed on how he became one. I'm like, no, because here's how it happened: he went to get the stone, and then twenty five thousand zombies jumped on him. Yeah, and that was it. That was it. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I don't know if you guys can tell. We're we're not that happy with episode five. Let's see if we're happier with episode six. Episode six picks up. We got Tony Stark, the beginning of Iron Man. Spoiler alert, episode six. <laughs> beginning of Iron Man. He's in the uh, the you know the RV. They're they're going. It's that whole thing of take a picture with me, no gang signs. We saw Robert Downey do it. And I guess this voiceover actor I think did a pretty good job of conveying Tony-ness. Uh, but if everything happens the same way, it blows up. He's running around. He sees a Stark missile land in front of him. Then Killmonger shows up and throws that thing a thousand feet. Kaboom in the air. They walk off. Ebony and freaking Ivory. And then <laughs> Tony Stark pretty much makes Killmonger his right-hand man. He makes him COO. He makes him like lieutenant. He's like, yo, you're my guy. Rody who? I got my new black dude. So then... Yeah, I, got my <laughs> I can't help it. I, just, I can't help it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So then... Oh, no. They pretty Behind much... every like, great white man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's an even better black guy. 
<laughs> so then here we go. Uh, and then Kelmarga basically says, yo, I got this idea for this mech suit, man, but it's piloted by itself, so no one has to get injured in combat. They pretty much make it, make it at the largest scale ever, but we need vibranium to power it. So they go to get vibranium. They get up with Claw. He's like, hey, I got vibranium for you. They go get it. Black Panther shows up. T'Challa shows up. And this is like the most brutal version of Black Panther we've ever seen. This dude is just... They're dead, Jack. <laughs> he killed all them guys. Yeah, murking yeah. them. And then Killmonger kills Black Panther. He kills Rhodey because this is all part of the plan. Basically, he becomes a hero because he took down, you know, the guy T'Challa who, who killed Rhodey. He took down these these people. But Tony Stark pretty much had his a his technology gave him a visual representation of what really happened. Tony Stark's like, I got you, sucker. Killmonger's like, I'm a trained dude. What you think you're gonna do? When the next suit starts attacking Killmonger, Iron Man's living room, they start fighting. Tony Stark, of course, is very arrogant. He's like, it knows all your moves. He's like, okay, well then I guess I gotta improvise, and he does. And he wins. <laughs> it's just that simple. He wins, and then he kills Tony Stark, but then makes it look like it was like you know the Wakandans that did it. And then he basically is gonna leave them against the Wakandans. He gets to Wakanda with Claw's body. He's like, "Y'all want of you." And since this is before the events of Civil War, before Black Panther's father died, before all that stuff happens, he gets to confront his uncle. And the guilt from his uncle says, you're one of us. Come on in. They pretty much make him in charge of the whole thing. He tells them what's coming and he's right. And then he makes them shut down. Then he powers them back up. The mech suits I'm talking about. And the Wakandas go to war against the mech suits. Vibranium is tearing through these hunks of metal. And then pretty much Killmonger is celebrated as pretty much king because they give him the herb to be the new Black Panther. But uh, Suri, Suri goes to Peggy and she's like, nah, this dude is whack and I got proof. Peggy's like, yo, I knew this, no, Pepper, excuse me, Pepper, Pepper Potts is like, yo, I know he's whack. They basically, on a cliffhanger, we're left to assume they do something about it. Not sure, because they didn't show us it. What did you guys think of episode six? I'll go first, I asked myself. Guys. Lawrence, what did you think of episode six? Thank you for asking, Jack. With the exception of the way they wrapped it up, I dug it. And it has it has it has issues, but as but I, I I dug the what if Killmonger just had a better plan. Like that's what this what if that's is. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly <laughs> what if he had a better plan. And it was nice to see his better plan. I don't know if it was thrilling. I was on the edge of my seat. I just dug it. I have a lot of questions. I do have issues. Like, he has no powers. I don't know how you threw that freaking missile a thousand yards. Like, how did he throw that missile a thousand yards? Mm-hmm. It made no sense. You guys, can you guys make sense of it? <laughs> you can make sense of it. That made no damn What's that? No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. What, does Chris say? what does Chris say? Reasons. <laughs> Reasons. Reasons. I'll t- it was a dope shot. When I saw that in the trailers, I thought, oh, he must have gotten have the herb already or something. Yeah, but no. Um, I dug it, man. I liked it. I like I like stories where you're like like puppet like puppet master type stories. It kept with the weak strong, weak strong, weak strong pattern that we that we've been getting. Again, it felt like it was held back by the format because as it started to really develop and see how it kind of was supposed to wrap up, we ended it, which kind of, it was a weird way to end it. I think, um, 
Because we want to see him now be Black Panther and like, what is the fruition of your plan? Exactly, exactly. You know, I was, you know, Killmonger is a a very interesting villain for me. Like, I really, really liked him in Black Panther. I could understand, like, his, he was wrong, but, you know, you're like, I kind of see, I see where he's coming from. And right. why he's doing what he's doing, and it's, he is the best Marvel Cinematic Universe villain. He's the only yeah. one you empathize with and you understand and get what uh, he wants. The same Who's better? Thanos. Thanos. Yeah, I, I I can see him on the level of Thanos. On, I see Thanos on the level of him. Like Thanos, I get why you're doing it, but Killmonger, like I I, I understand why you're doing it, and I see the tears of why you're doing it. Like I I, I you know we we had a whole movie with Killmonger. Thanos was just. We didn't have the same uh, amount of time with uh, Thanos as far as his heartstrings, but uh, Killmonger represented like African Americans everywhere. <laughs> like we were all like, "I know you're bad." My ancestors. Like no one, um, maybe maybe super like planetarians or whatever are like Thanos is right, but I feel like yeah, a decent part of this population going Killmonger. Like I'm with you 85 percent of the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, man. And that's that's a feat for a villain. I'm sorry, Chris, to, to jump in. Keep, nah, keep nah, going. Right. No, 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 no. I'm with you. I, I agree. I, that's kind of how I feel about Killmonger. I mean, I like, I I just like stories where you know people are behind the scenes. It, you guys ever read the book, the 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 Fifty Laws of Power by mm-hmm. Robert Greene? It's about mm-hmm. like getting what you want through manipulation and kind of controlling people by their patterns and stuff like that. And it uses examples from history how, like, people playing in the background was able to change events and kind of make things the way they wanted. And that stuff, to me, is really, really cool. So that's kind of what this episode was for me, is Killmonger was, you guys are playing checkers, Killmonger's playing chess. And, you know, he's there pulling these strings and everything needs to work out so he can be the Black Panther, so he can be in control of Wakanda. So he brought himself from a Navy SEAL to the leader of a nation. So it was pretty dope. So that just that aspect alone, because I kind of like that kind of like mentality, it worked. I I I, I had mixed feelings about it. Like like I knew Killmonger was a villain. Like I knew there was, was going to be a double cross somewhere in there. Like I just well, maybe I didn't know, but I just felt it because like that's what he did in, in Black Panther. I mean, it was it was nice to see how it came about. It, it was enjoyable to watch at times. If you're trying to like not tune into the stuff that didn't make sense, like again, how do he throw that missile without powers? Yeah, <laughs> it's the same way freaking Sam barrel rolls and bounces his shield with no power yeah. reasons. And also Tony Stark, like I like how Tony Stark died just didn't sit right with me. Like he caught he caught a spear to the shoulder and he died there. Like what? Like all your vital organs are here, not here. Was it to the shoulder? Still be alive. It was to yeah, the shoulder. It was he was shoulder. hanging like that. It was to the it shoulder. Was, yeah, he's right. Mm. I'm like, this dude really just died to it. Like he was not, he's not that soft. Like, come on. But yeah, but I mean, it if you don't look at all that stuff, yeah, it was good to watch. It was good to watch the double cross and how he came to power. And I, I mean, honestly, with the with the without the cliffhanger at the end, like he really just like he's at absolute power right now. Like he's at, he's head of the most powerful nation in the world, which I'm again, like Lawrence said, I'm I'm, I'm all for it. <laughs> I, I want to see how this plays out now. <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, I mean, again, I, I was mixed with it. I, I would say I lean more to I, I liked it as to oppose the bad stuff. Mm-hmm. So, Jackie boy. Well, I knew going into it that this was episode six. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because I just watched episode five. <laughs> so what that well mean, done, Jack. Jack. <laughs> what does that mean, Jack? And the novelty of episode five being a bit of a dud wasn't lost on me, so I was expecting something a little better than five. And that's what I got. Something a little better than five. Just a little bit than five. My, I liked the premise of it. I, I can't front that. When, when it started... And the snowball of the events started – it all made sense. The The plot development of this one made sense for me. Yeah. Why certain things were going the way they were going, eh. The behavior of certain characters that I liked, Tony Stark, for example, he's – it doesn't matter what Downey's doing in the content of the MCU. I enjoy him. There was no – there wasn't even the hint of a heroic quality in this man. And so – I. I by the time he got the spear through the shoulder and died of shock and lack of love, perhaps <laughs> I did not care because I didn't care about him, and I wasn't mourning the same Tony Stark that I knew did the snap. Well, yeah, it was a totally different Tony Stark. So when he yeah. died, I didn't yeah. care, and I I guess that's the that was my issue with this content. There wasn't anyone for me to root for. I guess I'm rooting for the villain of the story because the hero of the story is not a hero. And so this is a, a villain's journey we're watching. And so I, I never I was never rooting for Killmonger. Mm. And I guess when Killmonger is never thwarted and he, kind, he, and he double crosses everyone, there is yep. nobody he doesn't double cross. He double crosses every single person and entity that he comes in contact with in this content. Um, and I'm just – by the end of it, you just wait for the next double cross. It didn't matter who it was. That's the nature of his character. But I guess that, that was my problem with the content. I found it hard to – Who are you rooting for? <laughs> exactly, and I wasn't yeah. rooting for him. Mm. It's interesting, man. I think I got excited when I saw Black Panther pop up because mm. it's an alternate relationship. And when he died so quick, I was like that probably was the hero we're supposed to root for. But in this version, he doesn't win. But he came in and he was in and out so quick. I'm like, what if this what if wasn't about him and Tony? What if it was about him and Black Panther, just like the original, except in this version, Killmonger does outsmart you. Yep. He does. He's able to do things. Yeah, it's weird, man. I feel like I I thought this was a better version of what I think uh, the Peggy Carter one tried to do. You we know, have similar thing, events from a different angle. The other thing was uh, everything was so easy for him. And one way that I have find is effective to get us to root for someone is when we really see their struggle towards accomplishing that thing. Nothing that nothing was a struggle for Killmonger. One word of why it was so easy: reparation. Is that is that is that it, Chris? <laughs> That's my deuce ex machina. Is preparation. There you go. <laughs> he did have a lot of preparation time. My 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 issue with the what if series is, and Chris, you've been saying it for episodes. It's not what ify enough. Yeah. So it's like. What about these events made him prepare and execute earlier than he did in our timeline? Like what what changed it? Why did he do it with Tony Stark years before he does it with, you know, T'Challa later? What the what if is what if he wins? Like, I don't even know what happens. He becomes the Black Panther. Like, what does that mean? We know in the Black Panther movie, he wanted to give the weapons to pretty much all the black people around the world so he can take power back. Does he execute it? Does he do it? 
Does he kill the king to become king? Like he doesn't thing, have to now. Well, he he still has to have supreme power. Yeah. So for him, it's like this is where his what if starts. Like it starts at the end of this episode, and then we get to see what if Killmonger became Black Panther. Like that's the what if title that we want to see here. Mm-hmm. What if what if Tony Stark met Killmonger? What if Harry met Sally? Like I don't care if they meet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what if Killmonger becomes Black Panther? <laughs> <laughs> they base you. They base you the wrong title, then and then develop the wrong what if story. The real what if story is like is like behind the scenes of what really needs to be developed. So you know they, they focus the story on Tony Stark, where Tony Stark is really just a small portion of kind of this bigger plan this guy has. Yeah. And he they 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 gave Killmonger a line where when he stabs Tony, he says, "I really when." They'll find a reason for Michael B. Jordan to take his shirt off, even if it's animation. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, the shirt's coming off. It no sense. And and the way it came off, the the robot hit him and exploded his shirt. That's what happens to <laughs> me when robots hit me, Jack. I was like, <laughs> his shirt exploded. What, what, off what his happens body? to your shirt when robots hit you? This is real life, not a comic book. Um, and then he sees the scars on him, and then Killmonger says to Tony, "I really wish." you wouldn't be joining these. So there was a level to their relationship where he did not want Tony to die, but we didn't spend enough time in that brotherhood. You know, what made Tony become someone that's just, that's just not part of the plan? Like what made Tony different than everybody else who's expendable? You're hmm. saying, when did Tony supersede his plan? Yeah. Yeah. I, that, yeah. And I was thinking that too. When did, when was the moment that he actually cared for the person? Yeah. And we got a montage of them working together, two guys who lost their father. But it's not enough. When, when you have a character that's manipulating everybody, then we really need a defining moment of you're the one I didn't want to. Yeah. But yeah. Why? Maybe he uh, has so much manipulation. He doesn't know where his manipulation begins or ends. You know, so he may be confused with what his real feelings are. And I think maybe he realized when he had to kill him, he's like, you know, this is one that I, I didn't want to do. You know, nothing's going to stop me from executing my plan, but doesn't mean I want to do this part of my plan. But it's like for him to fulfill his actual plan, somewhere down the line, Tony has to go. At the end of the day, Killmonger's plan is to be king of Wakanda and take over the world. At the end of the day, Tony gets crossed off the list somewhere down the line. He's not going to be sitting with him in the throne room. Did we did you ever feel like you actually knew specifically what he was trying to accomplish in this? I figured it was the same thing he was trying to accomplish in the movie. Like, I, I went in with that. Yeah. He just has a better plan. Yeah. He went a different way around it. About it. But that's a that's a issue with the content. Because the content itself doesn't actually clue us into what he's doing or why. Specifically. That's very interesting. Yeah. Because I'm looking I look at, at it without it, knowing. I'm looking, at, I'm looking at a series of events. What it's begging us to do is fill in gaps. You know, yeah, that actually yeah, may or may not even fit. Dude, that's what the Marvel series have been asking us to do. And I feel like with each episode, with each incarnation, they're asking us to fill in more. Because yeah. this one, you're right, Jack. If I went in without knowing Black Panther, without knowing the stakes of Killmonger being left behind, without knowing that it was actually T'Challa's father who took out his brother, like without knowing that stuff, I have no idea what's going on here that's or why true. he's doing what he's doing. Not yeah. even a clue. That's true. That's true. Which I don't know if that's bad storytelling. They're like, this is only for people who've seen Black Panther. We have enough money where we can just cater to this audience. And we don't care if you don't get it. That's cool, too. Um, 
But for me, I just think the episodes, it started where it ended. I want to see, I don't want to see him rise to power and plan. I saw that in the first one, although this was very enjoyable. This what if to me is, oh, you win. So now show me how this world's affected. Because that's the what if. Yeah. This is my third favorite what if. But it's only because the other ones are just not that great. I do appreciate what I loved about this one more so than a lot of them. I like the Star-Lord one better. Not even a question. But what I liked about this one above most of them is that it didn't need to fall into humor. It was cool with not being funny. And I, I appreciated that because with the exception of the Doctor Strange joint, they drop humor everywhere. Yeah. So where's everyone on their rankings? Let's let's start. We got six episodes so far. Where are we at? From well, least to best or best to least? We, no, wherever you want to take it. Go go best to least. I will say uh, two. Yep. Um, then I'll go four. Yep. Uh, I'll probably put this one at three. Yep. Then the zombies and then Agent Carter. Or, I'm sorry. Super, what was she? Captain Cap- Britain? Captain, Captain yeah, Carter. Yeah. Captain Carter. This, yeah. Actually, my list is exactly the same. Like, uh, exa- it's exactly the same. Um, my, my least favorite one is still the Captain Carter. Um, and then my favorite one is still Star-Lord. This one comes in at number three. For me, I don't remember the numbers, so I'm just going to go. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Strange is yep. my number one. Star-Lord, yep. number two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Killmonger number three. I yep. think our lists are similar. And then I got uh, what else is there? Zombies. There's a what if we lost the mightiest heroes? Ooh, that's a tough one. Pin. Pin that okay, so, so so maybe here's the real debate. Is this? Uh, well, actually, you know what? Let me let you finish, and then I'll ask the question. I'm Jack trying to think now. Which ones do I like the least? Carter. Oh yeah. Definitely. What if we yeah. lost? I'll say this. No. The uh, yes, I'm putting Earth's Mightiest Heroes right there because up until the end, I was rocking with it. So yeah. it was an enjoyable experience until the finish. But I guess in the murder mystery, the finish is the thing. Um, so then I would have to say no. Carter goes before Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Carter, Mightiest Heroes, and then Zombies. Because even though Carter kind of played close to the first Avengers uh, for uh, Cap's first uh, Captain America, I can rewatch that. If I rewatch that mystery, it's not enjoyable because the payoff is weak. And the zombies, I watched it twice because I couldn't remember it enough to recap. <laughs> and it, 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 it's, it's not, but it's not, it, it, there's wonderful moments visually, but like Carter is infinitely for me more rewatchable than Earth's Might, if we lost to Earth's Might as Heroes and then zombies. So it goes Doctor Strange. Yep. Yeah. Star Lord. Yep. Killmonger. Yep. Peggy Carter. Yep. Really? Mightiest Heroes. Zombies. Okay. I did forget Mighty. Okay, so yeah, my last one would be Mightiest Heroes then. Yeah. My last one's still Peggy Carter. You can, you can watch <laughs> that. The only problem with Captain Carter is that it's so similar to Captain America. The other one's got fundamental issues. Yeah. Like if you didn't see Captain America and you just watched that Peggy Carter, what if? You can go on that journey and be satisfied. Yeah. Maybe above that. all of them almost. Doctor Strange and the Peggy Carter are the only ones you can watch those and not need to know everything. That says something. Jack, gonna answer the question? Jack, you wanna answer the question? 
I'm going to answer this question, Jack. Two are worth really watching. Yep. Number two and number four. Agreed. You could probably keep the rest and I'd be okay with it. Are you not going to answer his question? That's my answer. <laughs> are we going to make rank them? them? There are two that are really worth watching. Okay. And the rest all get fifth place. Okay, give me your very give me, give me your is worst episode. Give me your worst episode. Uh, zombie. Zombie is the worst episode for sure. Okay. Don't say for sure after you said they all tie for fifth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's like I guess that's our final thoughts here, guys, right? We ranked them. I will really? say this. I will say this. I already have Disney Plus. <laughs> I'm already paying for this. So although there's some that I didn't care for as much, they all have been a good watch. Yeah. They've all been a fun series. watch. Yeah, I'm already paying yeah, yeah. for it. I put it on. Hey, Everyone I don't, I, I'm never bored. I'm never bored sitting there. Yeah. You know? So now the real question I have is if number one was weak and number three was weaker and number five was trash, what on earth is seven going to look like? Oh, yeah. man. It's going to be about the, the end of Avengers. What if they ate pizza instead of shawarma? Oh, actually. that. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be nine episodes all together. The Is sneak peek. End on a banger? I hope so. I hope so. The no, sneak peek has something hard. to do with um, Star Lord, not Star Lord, Guardians of the Galaxy, it looks like. Let's see. I didn't, I didn't look at the, at the preview of it, but it looks like I saw Gamora in it. So it looks like it will be something with Guardians of the Galaxy. Chris, you want to hit us with some recommendations? Sure, I will. So in. Uh in a celebration of me finally jumping on the Batman 89 uh, comic, I, I, I picked some properties that I would like to see um, take, uh, get that treatment from kind of the same, from the same era. So, I would like to see, it a la Batman 89, I would like to see a Blade 98 with following Wesley Snipes' Blade, which would be kind Ooh. of cool. Okay. Yeah. I, I went animated. I'd like to see a Gargoyles 94. Because I thought Gargoyles was cool. I thought never. I thought Gargoyles never got the kind of shine that they that it deserved. Yeah. Wouldn't it mm. need a live action before it could get a comic? Yeah. Based off yeah. of what you're doing right now. I don't know. Maybe. So you wish they get a live action. Okay, I want a, a live action Gargoyles, and a, then a comic book where where the where the where the where the movie takes up. Yeah, yeah. Gargoyles, twenty three. Yeah. There you go. Um, <laughs> next, I want. I would like to have RoboCop eighty-seven. Really? Yeah, I like RoboCop. RoboCop. I like RoboCop a lot. Okay. And okay. Not the, not, not, you know, they tried to pick it up with that garbage UPN series. After I don't know if you guys remember that they had a live-action RoboCop series. Um, I'm glad I didn't, but yeah, I yeah, heard it was, it. it was real stupid. And here's a here's a here's one that's digging the crates. The Wraith eighty-six. I love mm. the Wraith. <laughs> Likes that car. Listen, that movie. Like here, like listen real quick. The Wraith <laughs> is so dope. It's a bad movie, right? Yes, yes. It's bad, and even had a a, a, a a worser time if worse is a word. Filming like they, that's a. It was a horror nightmare type of filming. Um. Experience. They went through some really hard times filming the movie, but the idea of it is so dope. Some dude with his girl 
gets murdered. It's pretty much the crow gets murdered. And it came out before the crow. Yes. It's murdered. And his girl's like raped in front of him. And he comes back, but he comes back in a different form because he couldn't come back looking like himself. And he just has this car, which is really like this interdimensional time joint. You listen to listen. I actually watched the Wraith recently on YouTube. It's for free on YouTube if anyone wants I to watch love, the Wraith. I love that movie. Love that movie is so dope. Chris, you made my day with the Wraith. We're going to do a look back episode on the Wraith. I'm not even going to ask these guys if they think it holds up. Because it won't. No, it won't. It won't. <laughs> but it makes me feel good, man. Uh, I listen to that's, the soundtrack. I that's the only way there is how I feel about aliens. Okay? Shut your mouth. Oh, well. What? So, don't you want me? Don't you want me? I got some whack recommendations too. Oh, we, it's been a while since we had some whack recommendations. Give us so, some whack recommendations. Whack recommendations? Steel '97. Yeah. That's your favorite movie, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, Ghost Rider, 2007. A comic book of Nicolas Cage's Ghost Rider. The Nicolas Cage character's Ghost Rider. You want to see a co- wait? Hold on. So these are whack recommendations <laughs> to make comic books best. out of these movies. Yeah, yes, yeah. This pick, is up, pick up in, in the movie universe. So you want to pick up with Shaquille O'Neal Steel in a graphic novel? <laughs> yeah, that's why it's a whack recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm, I, I just had to get it. I get yep. it now. I get it now. And my last recommendation: Electra 05. Man, can I throw uh, honorable mention? I know what you're going to say. Wait, uh, let me write it down first before you say it, and then I want you to say it. Okay, say it. I'm really curious. Say it. I don't know if it's a recommendation or a whack recommendation, but give me a graphic novel of Meteor Man. Oh, no. That's not <laughs> I, wrote down, I wrote down Catwoman. I thought you were going to say Catwoman. Catwoman. No, no. That's that's beyond whack recommendation. I won't even do that. To, I won't even do that. But can you imagine a Meteor Man graphic novel? If it was taken seriously and done right? Dude. And I'm pretty sure all these movies their own comic book tie-ins. But we're talking about these movies getting that Batman 89 comic justice. Like really yes. elevating the story and showing us the next chapter. Um, nice, Chris. Nice. Yo, I think we had a pretty good conversation here, man. I think we were all kind of a little underwhelmed by the what ifs this week, but the fact that we're even getting what ifs at all still blows my mind. They're making us content just to satisfy us before their movies drop. Like there was a time, let me put it to you guys this way. He was really young. Batman. You had Batman 1966 starring Adam West. The next time we saw Batman on screen was in 1989. From 66 to 89, we had to wait for the next incarnation. That's how it used to be. We didn't get all these other TV shows and movies back to back to back to back to back. We didn't get those. So anytime I see something, even if it's not that great to me, just the fact that they're serving us geeks makes me happy because I remember a time when they didn't. And when they did, they tried to make it not geeky by putting everybody in black leather instead of their costumes. I remember that. Yep. So, X-Men. X-Men. 
But um, what a wonderful time. Please check us on social media. We're dropping content all day long. The engagement has been great. We're three brothers and a shot of milk. We're on Instagram and Facebook. Make sure you subscribe and like these shows. Share them, man. We're trying to build a community, and we have so much fun talking about this stuff. Please join us again. Same bat time, same bat channel. Yep. He's out. Aliens is the best. <laughs> <laughs>